Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Here's the latest from the WHBY Omni Glass and Paint News Center. Good afternoon at 504. It's mostly sunny and 66. I'm Terry Kavarik. An Armstrong Creek man dies in a motorcycle crash in the town of Amberg. Marinette County Dispatch was called to Old 38 Road near Dow Dam Road just before 3 p.m. Tuesday. Investigators say 35-year-old Christoph Chipilovich was traveling south in Old 38 Road when he apparently failed to negotiate a curve, lost control, entered a southbound ditch, and was thrown from his cycle. Deputies say Chipilovich was not wearing a helmet at the time of the crash. He was hospitalized and later died from his injuries. Governor Evers' proposed budget would expand services available to those dealing with dementia. Health Services Secretary Karen Timberlake says aging baby boomers will likely increase demand in the next few years. We know that thousands and thousands of people across the country are turning 65 every day. We know that with age comes increasing incidence of dementia and other related conditions. And so this we're, we're in a growth area, whether we want to be or not. The Evers budget plan would increase funding for dementia care specialists at all aging and disability resource centers across the state. Timberlake met with members of the Fox Valley Memory Project in Menasha today. The day-by-day warming shelter in Oshkosh may be in line for major funding through the American Recovery Plan. Oshkosh City Manager Mike Roloff says both he and Winnebago County Executive John Damel are committed to giving some of those funds to shelter projects. We're aware that day-by-day may be needing as much as $3.5 million in capital funds. $1 million represents 5% of our allocation. 5% of the county's number is about a million and a half. If those two can be allocated, we're up to two and a half million. Then I think we can make a very compelling case to the state. Roloff expects to set up a system for public input on spending ARPA dollars in the near future. Dive teams recover a body from the Menasha Marina. The Nina Menasha Fire Department dive team was called to the marina this afternoon. The body was found at about two. The name of the victim has not been released. A new survey finds wide racial disparities in the perception of policing in Wisconsin. The St. Norbert College study reports 65% of whites say they have a great deal of respect for police in their community, while just 37% of non-whites feel the same way. Wisconsin Police Professional Police Association Director Jim Palmer says that shows his members still have a lot of work to do to regain trust. We're ever going to try and strengthen the relationship between law enforcement and the communities it serves, we need to understand how they see law enforcement. And so what, where there are distinctions, we think it's important to acknowledge them. The survey also finds that keeping communities safe from crime is residents' top priority for local government and that 79% of respondents say their local police force does a good job of that. Local health officials are taking a bit of a different approach to calculating the COVID immunity rates in, in the community. Appleton Health Officer Kurt Egbrecht believes those who have contracted coronavirus and recovered can be counted toward the rate. We know that people who have had the disease also have some immunity built up. 
So in addition to the people that we're vaccinating, there's people in our community that have had exposure to the disease, which is allowing their immune system to fight off the virus. So when you layer that into the 50% population, we know we've had over 10% of our population test positive. So that bodes pretty well. Egebrecht estimates as many as 30% of people have been exposed to COVID at some point in the past year, but were asymptomatic and likely never got tested. An Appleton restaurant owner accused of filing false tax returns says he is not guilty. Paul Vanderlinden enters the plea in Green Bay Federal Court to 12 counts of tax fraud. According to the indictment, Vanderlinden underreported $800,000 in profits for Munchie's Pizzeria from 2012 to 2016. He's also accused of paying some employees in cash and not withholding payroll taxes. No trial date has been set yet. Former Green Bay Mayor Mike Monfiles has died. Monfiles passed away Tuesday at the age of 82 in upstate New York. Monfiles served one term as Green Bay Mayor from 1975 to 1979. He ran for Congress as a Democrat in 1980, but lost in the general election. Local schools could double as vaccination centers this spring. As of today, kids 12 and older are eligible to receive the Pfizer vaccine. Winnebago County Health Director Doug Guerin says some districts are already working on an in-class vaccination program. In some instances, they already have plans. Nina School District is is working with Prevea. We'll be working with uh, Oshkosh Area School District, and I believe Amro and Winnebago County already have plans in process as well. Anyone under 18 looking to get a COVID vaccine must have parental permission. The release of the Green Bay Packers schedule is a source of optimism for the local tourism industry. Convention and Visitors Bureau President Brad Toll hopes for a return to a full stadium and full hotels. So we're hearing as there'd be 100% of the fans at the stadium, and that economically means about a $15 million spent for that home game over the course of a weekend or a couple days. Only one of the Packers' eight regular season home games will be a noon kickoff. A six-story salute to nurses now adorns one side of the ThetaCare Medical Center Appleton. Nurse Michael Sees created the mural, which represents a mix of a traditional nurse and a superhero. I wanted it to be epic, kind of a little bit of like, we can do it sort of pride. The white nurse is very recognizable with the old traditional hat. I wanted it to be clearly obvious that it was a nurse. Just kind of a homage to the Clara Barton and uh, Florence Nightingale, old day nursing. When Seas is not working as a nurse, he's creating graphic novels. You can check out his work on our website or Facebook page. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.